0: Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. This week, we cover mm-hmm. 1989's Nightmare Beach. One week of nonstop stop partying guarantees that flow away so many brain cells, you want to remember your name. Oh, wow. Every one of these used by sunrise, Easter morning, you the to whole school your of bender.
1: I want to get off of this thing! Welcome to Spring Break, the annual migration of the idiots. So this movie is not only set in Florida during Spring Break, it's set in Spring Break in Florida before Easter which you know Easter was just this past weekend so we thought this was a great one to uh talk about
0: and also we're currently the spring break ended uh for our area I guess cuz you know the different counties yeah. have like different my spring break was like kind of in the middle of March yeah. but we're
1: around the time so we thought this one was a good one to do when we stumbled across it and this one's got uh Quite an interesting cast in it. you got uh, Michael Parks, who you'll know from all the Tarantino movies. He's played the sheriff in From Dusk Till Dawn, Kill Bill, uh, Planet Terror, Death Proof. He's been in quite a few of Tarantinos. And you, of course, John Saxon from everything. From Nightmare on Elm Street, Enter the Dragon, everything with John Saxon usually is pretty good. So, And then lastly, the ma- other main guy we want to talk about is Lance Legault who, if you watch TV during the 80s, he also was in everything. He was in the A-Team, MacGyver. uh, He was even in Star Trek The Next Generation as a Klingon. He was just everywhere in the 80s. He was a guy, as soon as you saw him, you knew he was going to be the bad guy. And the rest of the cast um, is no one very notable. Uh, I was the main guy in the movie that played Skip. actually went on to become an editor uh, the film editor he edited things like Terminator Three, Wolverine Origins, some things like that. I mean he seems to have done pretty well as an editor, but uh he only had two or three acting credits, so I guess he gave up on acting pretty quick,
0: yeah, I mean when you're not you know when you when you find that out and you're like, I still wanna be in the industry, but i'm you know I'm not gonna make it as an actor
1: yeah so uh, I'm guessing the editor of some of these big name movies is probably he's probably doing
0: all right, so kind of like the what is it the is it 6 degrees of Kevin Bacon yeah right there there's like a little mini degree for me John Saxon is in this film which the film is about a man that supposedly committed a murder mm. and he's getting um electrocuted he's you know he's going through the whole thing so then we have literally in the same year 1989 we have wes craven do shocker which is about someone that's getting electrocuted there that's where it kind of ends because shocker as many of you know goes into this whole crazy you know thing where he becomes like the electricity this one is different from that but you know john saxon obviously being in nightmare on elm street and then being in a movie that's literally... Which is weird that they both both of these movies came out in the same year. I know this happens a lot well, with films. Well, there's also a
1: third one. There's also the one called The Horror Show. that has Lance Henriksen, Aaron Eisenberg, and uh, I can't think of his name that played the killer in that one. But it's also another one about a guy who gets electrocuted in the chair and comes back for revenge.
0: Yeah, well...
1: That was a popular thing in the late 80s, apparently.
0: Yeah, this is... Spoiler alert... Even though this movie is like over, you know, what thirty, 30 years, years old. Uh, <laughs> there is a little spin to this one, and we'll cover that later. But you know, it's very like I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that had so many side stories. Yeah, there were so many, and, and horror movies. <laughs> there Jeez. were so many side things going on. There was a horror prankster there was the beach thief. Also, this was not a side story, but a scene that they did multiple times because you can't fucking say, hey, we're doing a movie during spring break if there's not titties. There has to be... (laughs) like the girl wet t-shirt bikini contest and there are several of them in this film that's a own side story but i will give them some credit though they actually had some dudes
1: up there at one point prancing around too they had some guys up there showing their ass so They tried to be, I mean, yes, there was only one scene of that compared to the, like, 19 wet t-shirt contests. But they at least were like, eh, we'll give it a shot.
0: They're like, look, this is Florida, even though we're, like, kind of Republican. And when it comes to spring break, it's no holds barred. We're accepting everyone that wants to come on stage. (laughs) We are not going to say, hey, you cannot do this because you don't have any titties. They were allowing everyone in there. Now, another thing that this film has that is mad cool like i've never seen anything like this you see kind of in that tarantino movie with russell uh kurt russell where he has you know his like death trap car yeah the this car yeah this this movie has an electric chair motorcycle yep. okay that you should just watch the movie just for that i mean that and then titty slash one scene with the guy dancing if you're into that that's the second thing. First thing, electric chair,
1: motorcycle. motorcycle. Well, so let's let's go over the plot just for a second. The movie opens up with the leader of the biker gang, the Demons, who, by the way, their Demons logo on the back of their jackets is the Demons logo from the movie Demons. Exactly right off the movie poster.
0: He is in the prison. And- Wait, hold on. Put a pin on that. Do you think that's because this film was really directed by an Italian? No, I think that was just like a little homage because the one of the
1: co-writers of it is that Umberto Lindsay, and I think they were just friends with Baba because probably all those guys hang out. Okay,
0: well that's what I'm saying, because they're all together, yeah, they're that all was kind of so like that's... a nods up, like, hey, really liked your film. Yeah,
1: it's just like his little tribute to him and it. Which was cool. Yeah, it was cool seeing that logo on the jackets, I kind of wanted one of those jackets. So Diablo is the leader of the biker gang, which, you know, I feel like if you name the guy Diablo, he's probably suspect. But he's in the prison to be executed. Lance Legault, John Saxon, Michael Parks, all there to watch this. They immediately, you know, like, he's like, ah, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You framed me. Of course, what does everybody in prison say? They're all innocent.
0: Yeah, they're all framed. And of course, like in all the movies, John Saxon is a police officer. He's a sheriff. Yep, he's the head of police. That's why he's there. Then you have the sister of the girl that got murdered. She's there. And Michael Parks is... The priest that's going to give No, him- no, that's
1: Lance Legault. Oh, Lance Legault. I'm sorry. It's Michael the Parks is the mayor.
0: Oh, the mayor. Oh, goodness. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: messed that all up. Michael Parks is the doctor.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, you got to have the doctor.
1: You got to have the doctor. It's going to... So they're all there and like with no fanfare, they're just like... I thought they were going to go for like a full gore kind of thing. Like, you know, uh, you're going to see him like burn up or something. But no, they just electrocute him with a hood over his head. It's quick, not messy. And then they take him away. But that very night, the first victim of the electric chair motorcycle happens, who's just a random hitchhiker. A girl. A girl who just happens to get picked up by the motorcycle person and immediately electrocuted. Now, first of all, I feel like, like, you know, worse than getting into a car with a strange person is getting into a motorcycle because that's just who picks up a hitchhiker on a motorcycle there's going to be something wrong right there
0: yeah you have no security i mean i don't even think he gave her a helmet so this was the 80s
1: helmet laws didn't even exist yet that wasn't a thing
0: okay but still i would have (laughs) wanted a helmet regardless you can't be like oh i'm gonna be completely exposed on this bike that's going you know 80 miles an hour nothing's gonna happen to me
1: Nah, not at all well then we cut to our main character skip and his best friend who are coming into town and now, this is what I love is that most of the time in these movies, it's always the girls coming into town and there's always like the super slutty girl who's just sleeping with everybody and then her like little innocent virginal friend who just sits in the bar sipping water while everyone else is doing their craziness. This time, it's the guys who come into town and the one guy's immediately just like, I brought a bag of rubbers and I'm getting laid. And the other guy's like, yeah, okay, you have fun with that.
0: I'm just going to be here. Maybe I'll have a drink. Maybe not. I'm just chilling. He had like
1: two sips of beer. Every time they would order him a beer, he would take one sip of it. And then just sit around and go. Okay, I'm gonna go back to the hotel room now.
0: He was like an ex athlete. Like he got to he got hurt and then he couldn't be.
1: No, he he blew the big game.
0: Oh, he blew the. Okay, fine. Well, his ego got hurt, so therefore yeah. he was recuperating from that. But as opposed to being like I'm gonna get drunk every day and you know have yeah. sex with every girl, he's like, nah, I'm gonna take the back seat on this one. And let you go wild. But this also has the. Um, Uh, blonde slash dark hair duo that you usually see in the cop shows or the cop movies from the 80s or anything where there's two guys there's always a light-haired guy and a dark-haired guy and this also has that check light-haired guy dark-haired guy and you're right you usually don't see the guys you know it's usually the girls that are going to be like oh one's going to get wild the other one's like the the guys come into town
1: usually it's like the guys are both coming in to get laid you know so and this is where we start seeing all the side stories. We see the practical joker. He's swimming in a shark fin and terrifying everyone at the beach. Later we see him pretending to be a zombie. We yeah. see him doing He's all a summer
0: th- school guy. He's yeah. the guy, he's like the one guy from the movie, you yeah. know, who's doing all the horror pranks.
1: He's out doing all this shit. And then we've also got the And they're beach pretty
0: th- good they're pretty good pranks. Yeah.
1: Then we got the beach thief too, which I thought they were really gonna do something with that. I thought the prankster and the beach thief were gonna be working together. Because every time the prankster struck, the beach thief also stole everyone's wallets and everything. Yeah,
0: but he was definitely an opportunist. Because he yeah. was like, oh, this fucking guy over here is fucking this shit up. While everyone is diverted or attention's diverted, I'm going to take this opportunity. to And he only, from what I remember, he only robbed the ladies. Yeah, because- he only robbed the women because he would be up
1: flirting with them and talking mm-hmm, to them. He used his they, charm and When they turned their back, he ran off with all their wallets. Yeah. Which, you know once again I always love and in real life and in movies people go to the beach and they're like I'm gonna go in the water and leave my wallet and everything unattended so I'll just put it in my shoe because no one will look there <laughs> you know? ah that's sound logic no one's ever hidden their wallet in their shoe at the beach before but like well, I was kind of disappointed with the beach thief guy because we he his plot didn't really go anywhere no I kept but- waiting for him to be like, he was going to be the killer he was going to get murdered something was going to happen with him but no he was just kind of
0: there yeah this definitely also hits the who done it horror like you don't know the diablo come back and he's you know reacting his revenge against you know he he wasn't truly the killer and he's pissed and he wants <laughs> to kill everyone <laughs> is it is it you know some other person is it the mayor he's mad let me tell you the,
1: everybody had a motive to be doing this shit. yes
0: the mayor though he didn't give three fucks about anything that was happening he's like we are gonna cover every fucking thing up because it cannot fuck up with the spring break and the tourism he only cared about the money sport you know shocker there but the mayor yeah, only like cared the, it's about like the, the jaws
1: money. thing all over again for, yes but what i love too is like this is the daytona beach florida police department which is huge for spring Bay. but when they show their police office it's like two rooms and a desk <laughs> and it's literally the police department is john saxon and a deputy working the desk that seems to be the only two cops that are in town honey
0: because they're the daytona beach they only do the beach they're not doing the rest rest of the the area they probably have another cop you know another office for like the rest of the city because you can't have imagine you can't have just one you know office dedicated to like crazy crimes they, that are happening in daytona have you been to daytona and then the other crimes that are happening on the beach it would be insane they would have to have like fucking 400 cops to fucking i would
1: assume they would have that many cops there they no. would need them or that place would be insane. remember the, the mayor
0: time. only cares about money he's like you know what five cops
1: this is what i love with michael Parks too when like the first person gets electrocuted and they're like wow she was electrocuted just like diablo you don't think Diablo could come back, do you? And the doctor's like, well, I don't know. Sometimes people do live through the electrocution and come back pissed off. And they're like, what? What the fuck? That's a thing? And he's like, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, he just, it's like, um, okay. There's another thing where they're like, well, that's impossible or whatever. They're just immediately
0: like, yeah, I guess maybe he did come back. It happens. (laughs) But the body's missing. Yep. Because, you know, the body just went missing. Like bodies do. Yep. And they think that the biker gang wanted to give him a proper burial so they stole the body
1: from the place where he was properly buried. Yeah.
0: yeah. They <laughs> they dug him up. They were like, no bitch, take you to another
1: location <laughs> and rebury <laughs> They're him.
0: like, we have a biker cemetery, okay? <laughs> We fucking put beer on the fucking ground every day at 5 p.m. We have girls dancing on the fucking graves. We're revving up our fucking bikes. We're singing our bike songs. It is the dopest fucking cemetery there ever has been. That's where he needs to fucking be buried. Not this plain old Daytona Beach cemetery that's boring. Like, no.
1: I also love that when uh, uh, John Saxon is going to search for the body, he goes to a biker gang... High like house. There's like 35 bikers there. John Saxon goes by. He's so much of a man he goes by himself to <laughs> serve the search warrant. He's not worried about any one of the 35 bikers attacking him or all of them attacking him. He's like, no, fuck you guys. I got a search warrant. I'm going to look for this body because I'm John Saxon and I'm not scared of shit. I, I would think you would at least take one guy with you to watch your back while you're searching things. But no, he's cool.
0: Most of the, I'm trying to think of all the cops. Yeah, there were, but I feel like you just mainly see John Saxon do everything. He's just like, he, the fucker only went home like one time, okay, throughout the
1: whole movie. This is the other thing I love with John Saxon's character too. He's the chief of the Daytona Beach Police. He lives in the worst trailer I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty bad. Like it is straight out of like the 1970s with the shag carpet and the green refrigerator. It's terrible looking and that's his house.
0: Like they do not pay that chief of police shit apparently. Yeah, that's why he's like, yeah, this is I'm this is all I got to do because I have bills to pay. That's why he never fucking takes a break. <laughs> apparently not. Um, We did. I did forget to mention one of one of the side stories. Oh, yes. And that side story is the story of the, you know, college girl that's just trying to get money for her tuition by being a prostitute. I mean now she comes into play because she does catch the eye of the wholesome the most wholesome fucking horror character like in the history of horror is it like move over Sydney like you skip, know you skip just think he's
1: he's not having sex with anybody he's he... drinking
0: milk at the fucking dur- during spring break at the bar okay like <laughs> and when he stays all night with the girl at one scene he
1: sleeps on the couch
0: yeah, he's he's yeah, he's definitely Mister Wholesome. So and that's what I'm gonna call him for the rest of the podcast. Right. I'm gonna call him Mister Wholesome. So Mister Wholesome, you know, there's he's staying at the whole the motel, whatever, with everyone else that's you know spring breaking, and he, you know, this attractive girl like catches his eye. There's like an interaction. And that's where it ends because she's like, yeah, hi and goodbye. I have fucking work to do. You see her several times in the film you know, meet up with an older man or just be around because she's just like walking around and an older man, a, a, you know, steps up to her and she gives a sad sob story. And they're all different stories. I'm trying to become a nurse. I need a new nursing uh, mas- a masseuse. I'm trying to have a new masseuse table. That
1: was the that was the weirdest one for me because. The other stories was like she was working her way through law school, nursing school or something. And the guys would, after they would come out of the room the next morning, they would give her a big check. Like this should cover your next semester of school or whatever. So it's at least a few thousand dollars. And then the one guy that she takes back to the room and is like, well, that was the best massage I ever had. She didn't have sex with that guy. She just gave him a massage and he was like, here's a hundred bucks. That ought to buy your table. Like she's working the big fish and the little fish.
0: Yeah, she's working all the corners, but and I don't want any complaints. Okay, I'm just going to say this because let's be let's be real. This and we did joke about this when we were watching it. The guy, though, he was a little on the heavy side, and we were joking, like, how was he going to approach this, or how was she going to get this on? That's the guy that got the, the massage. Yeah, because she didn't want to have sex with that guy. Yeah, I don't think, but I don't even think that, I couldn't even see how that could even, and he was actually tall, too, so he had a lot of different, like, how do you climb it? Is it from behind? I had many questions of how that was going to go, so he got the he got the massage. He seemed happy, though. He was very happy. He was very happy with his massage. I think maybe he was wearing suspenders. He did the whole, like, suspender, like, chik, chik, you know, yeah. when you're like. <laughs> He's, like, flipping this. suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> He's satisfied.
1: He was fine with it. Uh, so you got that plot going on. And then, you know, you keep seeing, like, they cut back and forth to the, uh, the, the biker gangs out doing their thing. And, of course, you know, our heroes run afoul of the biker gang. And they piss them off. And it, uh. Yeah, you. they're trying to set it all up. Like, some of the plot lines don't really go anywhere. Like, the the Practical Joker guy, he was just there to eventually be a victim. Yes. Which, you know, this killer is going around killing people who are doing, you know, unwholesome things. Which, I, it was a little rough on the Practical Joker guy because, you know, he wasn't cheating anybody. He wasn't stealing. He wasn't having sex with anybody. He just did some stupid jokes to get attention, and he still got murdered the same as the other people that were you know, working as prostitutes or, like, just out having sex with people randomly.
0: His guilt... He was guilty because he cried wolf, and that made him a liar. And that is a no-no. Okay, yep. so there you go. You gotta die.
1: <laughs> and you know... You know how you know, like, the people in this movie are all corrupt, is that there's something going on weird because, like, alright, John Saxon living in this 1970s trailer like on a dirt road. The priest in the town, or creature I mean, because he had kids a kid he obviously wasn't a priest but he's got this ginormous house that he lives in so you know he's taking like mad donations on the side that he's not supposed to take and then we don't really see the doctor's house but the doctor's house is the more <laughs> it probably must be but i love how when skip there or mr wholesome when his friend you know he runs into the biker gang and he's already pissed him off so they kick his ass Two minutes after the biker gang leaves, the wholesome killer guy comes along. And he's like, well, you're obviously not, you know, you've been trying to have sex with women. You were in this fight with the biker gang. We just have to say the uh, electric bike killer because you can't say wholesome killer. Sorry, I'm getting confused there. The electric motorcycle guy, electric chair motorcycle. He comes along, kills him. This is the part when you're talking about the mayor covering everything up. The mayor just says, all right, well, he's dead. Nothing we can do about that. Just take his body out to the phosphate mine and pitch it in. Okay. Because no one's ever going to come looking for a college person that went to spring break. They're never going to look
0: for him. You just, you're cool with that? Because he fucking doesn't know that his best friend is Mr. Wholesome. Also, a.k.a. Mr. Justice. He's like, where is my friend? He does not let this go. I was like, man, he really loves his fucking friend because he, tooth and nail, okay, from that moment when he starts looking for his friend, I don't even see the guy sleep again. Like, what does he do? He's oh, Well, he's, he did sleep the one night because he oh, slept with the girl. Oh, yeah, that's In true. The Girl's house not with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl being the sister of the sister that got murdered. Yeah. So they get together and and when I mean get together I mean they're in a car talking and they're like, you know, Very uh, looking at each other. Yeah, in their eyes. That's it. That, that's what the get together is, quote unquote.
1: So they're they're trying to solve the mystery of what's going on and when he eventually he does find his friend buried out in the uh, the phosphate mine john saxon just shows up and uh after he takes the he takes his shovel away from him and says now get out of here and leave him leave the body alone or i'll tell everybody you did this and i've got your fingerprints on the shovel where you were burying him so get the fuck out of town oh okay so you are mad corrupt john saxon damn
0: yeah everyone is corrupt in this film there's only two people that are not corrupt and that's the uh, Mr. wholesome and his new- and mrs.
1: wholesome Mrs. wholesome
0: Mr. and Mrs. Wholesome. those are the only people that are not corrupt because if you live in Daytona <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine your ass was corrupt yeah, apparently <laughs> so they she was only
1: she was the only native that wasn't corrupt. the rest of them all were
0: yeah,'cause she had she said, I had lived here my whole life, and I got this house after my my parents died. And I'm not going to amount to anything in this town, dot, 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 segue to maybe she's going to leave with this guy at the end of the movie. Who knows? Maybe that's going to happen if they survive. Now, one of the side stories going
1: on when we've got electric chair motorcycle killer running around looking for people to murder is, of course, you know, eventually he's going to set his sights on the girl that's conning all the old men out of money. Well, also at the same time, we've got the hotel owner who had he keeps going in the towel closet and looking through the people and. And when I say the peephole, I'm not talking about like a Norman Bates sized peephole or even a little tiny thing that you could see through. No, this peephole is like a good six, seven inches around. Like you could put your like three or four fingers through there and look around. This girl never noticed it until the last night there.
0: She never noticed it because the peephole was facing the bed and the bed was facing the opposite wall. So her back is to this peephole at all times and she's getting it on and she's on top. I guess but she now. was only gonna now, and who's to, who's to say that if she was facing the other way, her head was not being buried in the bed? I mean, there's a lot of different reasons One why she, was she in could the have room not seen during
1: the day walking around. She
0: might have noticed this giant hole in the wall that went to the next room. You know. <laughs> You think that she would have noticed. He didn't even try to fucking be like in the old like, you know, haunted house movies where it's like the a eyes fucking painting. Yeah, yeah. A painting. There's <laughs> no. just basically a big old eye in the wall. You know, like, you know, and in the, the walls the wall's like painted like fucking like ivory colored, so it's like you gonna notice that.
1: Yeah, you know in the in the cartoons when the mouse hole is on the baseboard and there's like this big circle there that the mouse can run through standing up? That's what the hole in the wall was like. <laughs> So of course you have the uh the whole the, you know the electric motorcycle killer he eventually shows up kills the guy peeping through the window or through the peephole and then she goes to get away. I love this. She goes to get away. She's so scared. Oh my god, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. I'll just wait for the elevator though.
0: Also, this is the the whole film, okay? Since they these fuckers got to this fucking motel, you have seen everybody in the hallway, people coming out of rooms. It is the busiest fucking hallway in all of the motels. How they exactly how it would be during spring break. This except, time when she's except for when now, she's coming running out for her life, there's no it's a fucking ghost town. It's like is there even is it spring break over? Is it just a regular day? Like there is nobody to be found. And then when the when the trinity
1: shows up, and by the trinity I mean Michael Parks, John Saxon and Lance Legault when they show up, to check up on the uh, motel owner that's murdered apparently all of them took the stairs at the other end of the hallway and none of them went up the elevator because it's only when they go to the leave that they go shit there's another body in the elevator
0: also <laughs> the fucking elevator was in use from the moment that she was murdered in the nighttime till the next day when they found this other body yeah, like there's a lot of no one fucking entered the elevator that night no one even came back from like they all just stayed in like they hoard around in some other person's house or they slept in the street or in the beach like no one from the fucking most tell on like floor number two like came back. Yeah. Super sus. Like yeah. her just dead body was there. Unless you were so mad drunk. You thought this person was also drunk and you just rolled the elevator and just. Well her eyes were room. like
1: burst out of her head so probably <laughs> they would.
0: Hey, <laughs> she was not drunk. <laughs>
1: must have been because it was rough times.
0: Let's talk about when they go to John Saxton's house. They show up and you know He has, they found, like, pictures of, like, her sister being bound and, like, all the other, some other chicks being bound or whatever. So, like, evidence that he's the killer, right? When they get there, they, there's a fucking dog. He has a dog. I've never seen anyone mace a fucking dog. She maced this dog. And it was awesome. I mean, like, yeah, it's sad because, you know, I don't know if the dog really got maced because, you know, this is like the 80s, so who knows? It
1: looked like a little can of, like, deodorant or hairspray as well that they had just painted black because it didn't look like a mace thing. It looked like a little can of hairspray. So the dog probably just got hairsprayed in the face and then hopefully not hurt. But yeah, it was just like I've never seen a movie where they mace the dog before.
0: It, that part was really funny. But, you know, the conclusion is. All those bitches are evil. Like The Trinity, as you said, they're all in on it. And they all had something to do with the death. All these deaths.
1: Yeah. Diablo, who kept saying he was innocent. He was innocent. He really didn't do it. The person that actually did it uh, was... Uh, dun,
0: dun, dun. dun. Yep, the priest. The pre- wow. Shocker. The wholesome killer, as you called him earlier. Because that's why you called him the wholesome killer. Because yeah. he's a freaking preacher. Yeah. The preacher guy. Also, as soon as I saw Lance LeGault in it, I was like, well, it's probably him.
1: They made you kind of believe it wasn't a few times, but I was like, no, nah, it's it's definitely going to be Lance LeGault. And let me tell He's you. He's always evil and everything.
0: Lance LeGault in like a dominatrix biker like outfit. Like I don't like does he shop where like the Cenobite shop. It was a weird outfit they put on him. I did not. Yeah. He looked strange. He just looks out of place. And I love too how like at the end, like. The
1: bikers figure out that, oh, yeah, John Saxon did frame him for sure. So they just go and just snatch the chief of police, chain him to the back of the bikes, and just drag him off down the road. And they're like, yeah.
0: Off to the sunset. You never see him again. Which is
1: ironic. John Saxon got lynched, considering that in Nightmare on Elm Street, he was the one doing the lynching. Yeah. But, and of course, Lance the is chasing him on a motorcycle, trying to murder you know Mr. and Mrs. Wholesome. Of course, he drives this motorcycle bumps into a tire, flies over the handlebars, and into the electrical wires. Oh, the irony. Electric chair motorcycle guy got (laughs) electrocuted. No one explained how this preacher knew how to make an electric chair motorcycle.
0: Yeah, where do you go for that? Is there an electric chair motorcycle shop? I feel like that's kind of a
1: specialized thing. And then if John Saxon and all of them hadn't been idiots, they would have been like, well, we should probably look into motorcycle shops and see who's been modifying those kind of things.
0: Yeah, because it was different. It wasn't like some weird rig that he had. Like, the side handles where you can grip, like, if you were going too fast and, like, the passenger could hold on the side. Yeah. Those were, like, the that's that was what electrocuted them. Like, they yeah. were, like, steel and, like, silver looking. So, it was like very, I'm going to say high tech, but it was a fancy ass setup that he had there.
1: I love the pitchfork that stuck up on the back of the motorcycle like he was the devil coming to get people and just jab him with his pitchfork.
0: Yeah. It was a pretty, you know, it's is it the best movie? No, but it was definitely fun to watch. Yeah. Um especially because, you know, it, it's it there it, there aren't a lot of spring break horror films.
1: Yeah. You surprisingly. Know?
0: So that That was a pretty neat thing to see. And we also saw it on... Uh, Canopy, uh, actually. Canopy, which, you know, if you're living stateside...
1: Yeah, uh, Canopy is a service that connects with your library. And you just, you know, you connect your library card to this. And you can watch some pretty good movies for free.
0: They have a really, an excellent selection. I mean, they have like Criterion collections. They have old films, new films. They have a whole bunch. And you don't pay anything because obviously... And
1: these are not bad transfers either. This is like the uh, Blu-ray transfer that was recently done for the Kino Lorber release. So it looks way better than it probably ever has before.
0: Yeah, they they definitely, you're not going to get like... I mean, if it is an old film and it looks bad
1: that's the only way it's available
0: that yeah that's the only way it's available but they do a pretty good job with getting like the, the most recent releases. release of it
1: yeah they have like what would be like the scream factory or kino Lorber or vinegar yeah. syndrome they have like their transfers that they do
0: yeah because like who the fuck is gonna like oh let's do nightmare beach that's a movie that needs to be restored like no that's not like <laughs> but yeah. they, they did they and- did
1: it just took a while but i'm saying like. This is one of those ones, it's a great movie to watch. I don't necessarily need to own it, but I'm glad I can just watch it for free through the library.
0: Exactly. So definitely, you know, if you're not taking advantage of your library card, definitely do that. Because that is a great way to watch a shit ton of films I'm going to give
1: this movie two and a half zaps on the electric
0: motorcycle. Wow. Wow. I'm going to also give it two and a half zaps. Uh it was entertaining and the and all the kills were cool i like you know the whole electric motorcycle thing hadn't seen that before the the spring break you know happy the murders happening in spring break the kind of twisted plot which you may or may not have seen coming early on but you know they they held in there you know for the end you for you knew some sus was happening yeah. but for an 80s movie it was pretty for decent. an 80s slasher movie it was a little different than the formula definitely well thank you so much for joining us for another episode and stay tuned to the horror and now folks it's time to say good night we sincerely
1: appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment please drive home carefully and come back again soon good night